Hello guys, we are back and probably our final, this is going to be our final episode for the top grossing horror movies of all time and we're going to end with The Conjuring. So a little bit about it, Um, basically it came out in 2013, directed by James Wan, he's done a lot of scary stuff. Um, I actually just watched La Llorona last night and he did that one as well. So, um, let's see. So it was made, of course, July 15th, 2013 in Cinerama Dome. And then July 15th, or whoa, July 19th in the theaters. Um, the box office actually made $319 million. Um, I mean, and according to Forbes, it's number 14. So like I said, we skipped... Um, scary movie, What Lies Beneath and Gremlins, because I really just didn't want to do that. But, um, let's see. So the list that I'm reading, um, it starts with all of the domestic figures featured in this article come from the box office mojo. But as you'll see on the site, box office rankings are sorted by each subgenre of horror. Again, what one may constitute as a horror movie changes from person to person. For the sake of this list, we'll be treating every subgenre equally, which means Ghostbuster as every bit of a horror, a Scream, and Shutter Island, and every bit of a horror movie as a Blair. And Shutter Island is every bit of a horror movie as Blair, Blair Witch Project. Um, so basically. The, for, the list I'm doing is the Lifetime Domestic Gross. There is another list that's adjusted rankings that says you might consider this more definitive list of the highest grossing horror movies ever. Using 2019 ticket prices for every film evens the playing field and truly speaks to Winch Witt movies. But yeah, I didn't like this list as much. I did the first one. Because the, the first one had Jaws pretty low. But on this one, Jaws was pretty high. So... That's why I did that. But yeah, back to The Conjuring. Um, Obviously, I'll read the plot. This one's kind of long, so I'll kind of sum it up. In 1971, Roger and Carolyn Perrin move into a farmhouse in Harrisville, Rhode Island with their five daughters. And their dog actually refuses to enter the house. Um, And while the children are playing a game of hide and clap, as they do their hide and seek kind of thing, they find a boarded up entrance to a cellar. So, paranormal events occur. All of the clocks stop at exactly 3.07. Birds are flying to their windows. And then the dog is found dead in the back room, backyard. So, it's like the first of the scary events. Um, one night, Christine, the mom, enters a malevolent spirit. Oh, wait. Christine, never mind. She's a daughter. Only she can see. Prompting her to claim that the spirit wants her family dead. Another night, Carolyn hears clapping. When she goes to investigate, she becomes trapped in the basement. Um, and then, so there are these demonologists called Ed and Lorraine Warren. And they actually investigate, really, like they're real people. And they investigate things. They've, they've recently investigated a doll called Annabelle. So they're on this case. I need to see, I will see if this one is true in a second. But, um, yeah. So they want to do an exorcism, but they need um, authorization from the Catholic Church. Um, to gather ed- to gather evidence, Ed and the rain place cameras and bells around the house with the help of their assistant and police officer. <clears throat> and 
That night, the group sees Cindy sleepwalking into Andrew's room. Those are the daughters. And from the EVPs coming from the radio, they hear a spirit luring Cindy into the wardrobe. Um, Lorraine enters the passage and falls. Oh, where it reveals a secret passage. Lorraine enters a passage and falls through the floorboards to the cellar. Where she sees the spirit of a woman who with Bathsheba had long ago age possessed. Like, I don't even want to say that name, but it's like a demon. They decide to take refuge while Ed and Lorraine Warren take their evidence to Father Gordon, the liaison at the Catholic Church. Catholic? Wow. Um, he explains that the approval to perform the exorcism would come directly from the Vatican, since they aren't members of the church, blah, blah, blah. Basically, the mom gets possessed, and they have to get it out of her. That's literally the, you know, <laughs> the what? what would you say? The summary, the depth of it. Um, let's see if it's a true story. Is the conjuring a true story? Okay, let's see. And my computer just told me no internet, so that's great. Um, so it's inspired by real events, apparently, but Ed and Lorraine Warren are real yeah, we'll just read. We'll go into reading reviews. So right off of Rotten Tomatoes, we've got critic reviews. This horror film provides a treasure trove of typical haunting tricks that seem fresh and terrifying once again. Um, at this at 2013, I feel like a lot of just boring movies had been made, like just so many overplayed scary movies. So for this one to come out and be really scary you know, really got people. Um, and then another one, director James Wan pulls you right, pulls all the right strings to create an atmosphere so tense and unnerving that if evil sp spirits feed on your fears, so does the film. Um, then this James Wan scarefest is frankly effective and surprisingly spiritual, but the images it offers will haunt you long after you turn the lights back on. Yeah. I remember, so this came out when I was 13 and I couldn't really watch scary r-rated movies and i would just see commercials for this and be like this looks terrifying you know i don't know if i'm ever gonna see this and i did not actually see this until like two years ago i'd say um and it, it was pretty scary when i first saw it i was like that is probably one of the most chilling ones i've ever personally seen but um apparently why it's rated r is because it has terror um, it does have, like, exorcisms and stuff, which is pretty terrifying. And then they also have a couple um, sequels just along with the Ed and Lorraine story. But we can go on to doing the fun facts. So I am on Screen Rant reading 15 Things You Didn't Know About The Conjuring. So we can start with number 15. It's one of the highest grossing films of all time. That's why I have it on here. Um, it achieved the highest opener weekend for an original R-rated movie. That's pretty good. The story was originally told from the parents' family perspective. It's actually kind of told from the Ed and Lorraine perspective. So, it originally had a different name. Oh, wait, no, no, no. I actually skipped a few. Let's see. So, the film had been in the works for 20 years, apparently. The idea for the film initially emerged 20 years ago. 
when the film producer was played a tape of Lorraine's original interview with Carolyn Perrin. So actually, this is a true story. But I think they added a little bit more, of course. And then it originally had a different name. So it was originally described as the Untitled Warren Filed Project. Interesting. But they changed it just for the movie. Um, Farminga and Wilson spent three days with the real Lorraine Warren. Like I said, that's she's the real ghost investigator who's, you know, actually went to these places. And so these actors wanted to spend time with her so that they, you know, actually portrayed the right role. The real Lorraine Warren has a cameo. Let's see who she is. She served... Oh, she appears as the older woman in the front row of the classroom, which Carolyn is listening to the Warren's presentation. Um, so Bathsheba is the, just to get into this next one, is um, kind of the demon in the story. So the film's composer plays Bathsheba. Um, sorry if you guys hear freaking smoothie in the background being made because obviously nobody understands when I need to do this. Um, but the current owners of the house in the film sued the producers after claiming they had experienced numerous acts of vandalism, been subject to threats of violence, and found several objects affiliated with satanic cults placed there in the film hit screens. Um, they decided to sue director Juan, studio Warner Bros, and various other producers. Wow. The Vera Farmiga was nominated for Best Scared as Shiz Performance Award. That's awesome. It's the first James Wan horror film without any input from Lee Whannell, which is his screenwriter and producer friend who had become something of a horror dream team ever since our first feature, first feature Saw. So that's nice. Screenings in the Philippines were blessed by priests. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Just because... However, the publicity of The Conjuring received in the Philippines was more of a divine nature. Huh. That makes sense. Ryan Gosling features on the soundtrack. Okay. Who would he be? Apparently he made an album with some people in their eerie psychedelia of In the Room Where You Sleep. So that's cool. Producers wanted a PG-13 rating. Honestly, I don't agree with that. It's pretty terrifying. I would not. Yeah. Just because it contains no nudity or sex, but I would say that the fact that it was so scary, it had to have been our. And then the film's production was plagued by spooky happenings. This is interesting to me. Um, apparently, they revealed that while working on the script one late night, James Wan, his adopted puppy, started staring and growling aggressively on the empty side of the room. The Hayes brothers reported that their phone... Chats with Lorraine Warren were plagued by weird sounds and static and were often cut off altogether. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm pretty freaked out from this. I hope you guys are too. I mean, I did just look at a bunch of pictures. So, so yeah, I think that's going to be it for this um, series of top horror movies. Um, you guys can email me at emma.bringhers2 have any questions or at gmail of course but yeah thanks for listening this whole time and i'm signing off